0: Hello and welcome to episode 25 of the D-Hoop University podcast, not the, the Ohio State style. Quick intro today. This is the draft special that I alluded to on our last episode. The beckon was successful. We got Chuck on the pod, so you're not getting the casual diehards today, you're getting the half-court trap, which is the combination of Chuck and myself. Peppered in a couple of names at the end that are worth mentioning, walk-through drafts picks one through ten, and we also got Chuck's mastermind of a rebuild in about 48 hours for the Dallas Mavericks. That was his offseason wish list, so you're going to want to hear that. You want to hear all of it, get familiar with some of these prospects and plays that are bound to happen in this NBA draft, which is a few short days away as of this recording and as always before we begin don't forget to like follow wherever you're listening to this podcast spotify apple youtube google amazon your buddy's account (laughs) and also be sure to leave us a rating does a lot for us now without further ado let's talk some hoops With T minus two days till the is that is that bad or is that the NFL? No, no, that
1: was pretty good. That, that was it? pretty damn good.
0: With the first pick of the twenty twenty three, watch out, Mark Tatum, I'm, I'm coming. <laughs>
1: watch out, Adam Silver, he's got his first potential <laughs> over here.
0: <laughs> we got a, uh, we have who's who's not just a who's not just a, a draft a draft guy. By any means, but he—he he is my my resident drive confidant, um who I you know, we've had some good conversations with uh, as the years have moved on. He, he's been right about a couple things, a few. Just I've been for, wrong a more, <laughs> but he's also my guy, one of my best friends. What's up, Chuck
1: What's up, Daryl? Man, thank you for having me. I always appreciate uh, you making some time to speak with me, and it's always great just to catch up a little bit.
0: Yeah, man, this is uh the closest I get you and Shiv. I still somehow, like, have some Texas zip code active at all times. Always. In With one of you guys. Eric, you know what I mean? So, hmm, what, what are you feeling like right now?
1: Well, first of all, I had to make an appearance after you and Shiv put out the freaking bat signal like that and called me out last episode. After
0: you were beckoned? like Yeah, uh, summoned. You were, you were on a golf course somewhere. You were, you were enjoying life, and, and Scotty had to be like, hey.
1: Man, I, I, I was I was relaxing. I was having a, a great Monday, and then I just get this carrier pigeon at my apartment, <laughs> and it's a picture of Shiv photoshopped over Scotty Pippen pointing at his shoes. And
0: I'm glad because this could have happened the easy way or the hard way. Yeah. And this this is, this is pretty fluid. <laughs> So Wimby's going number one. What do you think his, his rookie stat line is going to be? And then we'll probably get off right off of Wimby. Ooh.
1: Um, I don't know. I think a lot of it kind of depends on how many minutes he plays. I think it's probably going to be like if I just if I were to guess, just what his per thirty six is going to look like. Hmm. Uh... The per thirty sixes
0: might be nasty.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think he probably plays about 30 a game. But in the range in my, in my mind those per 36s are probably looking like 23 I think he's going to be a little bit passive on the offensive end start, but he's going to convert at a high rate. 23 though. 23. Um 14 boards and then maybe like three assists, but what's really going to be ridiculous is it's going to be it's going to be like five blocks. It's. I mean, it's just going to be some some buffoonery. It's going to be unheard of. I am uh, not too far off.
0: Uh, I honestly think that, um, you know, for recent memory, Blake Griffin's maybe the last rookie big to go crazy. It, I, I probably i i went. That's a big gap. So I probably went over yeah. somebody, but he did what twenty two and ten or twenty two and
1: twelve, something like that.
0: And. He, I want to say had the Ben Simmons year he had the red shirt NBA year, but um, yep. I don't think that twenty and twelve maybe set like you said though the per thirty six is going to be in the twenties I if it's seventeen, that's perfectly fine because that team has more you know seasoned guys already and they have other well, players that are going to score what's
1: what's San Antonio's rush like unless unless Victor is so otherworldly that he's gonna make you you know, a contender and a playoff mainstay from day one, I would slow play it, right? I mean, you definitely want him to get his body right and get adjusted to, you know, any additional or different physicality than what he's seen over in France. If
0: I had to guess, um, I'll finish this stat line, yeah. I think it'd be like 17 and 11 in like three yeah. and a half blocks, uh, realistically. Um, but, yeah, if you're, if you're San Antonio, um, I could see them getting off to a pretty darn decent start. You know, maybe through like 20 games, and then you see the organization pump the brakes. I don't and know. I mean, whether, however that may play out, but they, I don't, maybe I was high the first time, you know, we were talking about them just on my expectations, but I don't, I, I couldn't, you, we're with each other on the same page of like, hey, you're not going to, I'm not going to say you're crazy if they're in the play in.
1: So, I mean, sure. But, I mean, the West is really good. And even more specific than that, that division is really good. I mean, yeah, you know, Houston's not. I also think – um,
0: I think very highly of Houston next year. I do too. I'm an when optimist. Think, that's my problem. That's what it – you know, yeah. That's the balance
1: point, out. They're going to have too much talent to not at least be – they're not going to be a team you want to play. And then, you know, you get Memphis, which starting game 26 is not fun. And then you get New Orleans, you know, which I'm sure we'll talk about in a little bit here. Yeah, very soon. It Could be scary. Hmm. So, well, let's uh,
0: we'll we'll see you. We'll the last thing on Wimby is that, um, according to some source that I was happy to see on Twitter, um, didn't see a ton of it. He he may he may be playing a summer league game, which is all I'm asking for.
1: I mean, like sure.
0: I just want to see, and I think I think he's the type to be like, let's do it. Maybe let's do it, maybe one. I think the organization's like, I'm I'm pretty curious as well. <laughs> like, let's just kind of see a glimpse of this in against his peers, or not his peers. I mean, not even but like, let's just see it with the Spurs jersey on, <laughs> and what do we feel? Yeah, I want to, I want let's I, see three quarters. Come
1: on. I don't know, man. I personally, I could not care less about summer league. Maybe he plays. Maybe he doesn't. Yeah. Um, it'll be entertaining either way, but it's not going to be telling, regardless.
0: No, yeah. I just want a glimpse. I I want the preview. I want the preview I to bet. drop. That's I get it. That. So, uh, at the top, man. Um, betting wise, Scoot Henderson was plus one. Was in the plus one fifty range about a week ago to go number three. Or to go number two, he was about plus 150, and apparently I haven't been crazy on the lines, but apparently that's swung to like minus 120, 130 or so in the past week to where he's trending number two. Yeah. And I think that some of that is a lot of teams feeling the pressure of, you know whoever number three is is going to be ecstatic to get scoot if they get scoot at number yep. three. So some of that and the variability of we don't even know who's taking them at two because do you think charlotte is holding on to that and is taking miller instead do you think no? i mean scoot zion i don't know
1: i don't think you, I don't, you're not gonna get i think it essentially boils down to would you rather have brandon miller or brandon ingram
0: well put
1: and, or or scoot i mean but if I'm, if I'm Charlotte, that number two pick is pretty darn valuable and I would look to trade it. I think their overall priority um, for this draft or this offseason or you know, depending on what look you want to take on it is to get the sidekick for LaMelo and somebody that can come in and at least begin to contribute right away. Mm-hmm. Um, and so off that, it's really what are your internal valuations of skook or Brandon or somebody a little bit later in the lottery versus, you know, players that you already know
0: and go up against an NBA. I don't know if you um got to hear some of my Hornets opinions, but I think I wouldn't be surprised if they're good next year because the last full season from LaMelo and Miles Brizards, they won they were two games over five hundred, and they've made play in appearances again. So it's like they're not trying to just figure out how to play for the first time ever as like a core.
1: We'll see. I mean, I'm, I don't – Do
0: you think either like that – fact? Do you feel anything like that? Do you think that these guys are just way at the bottom looking it up? Because I think this last season no, was just a lost they'll be, season.
1: They'll they'll be competitive in the East, right? I mean, they were competitive last year. They were competitive the year before. Um, you know, but – Yeah, none of that matters. There, really. there, there's 30 teams and they can't all be good, right? right? Like, at the end of the day, there's going to be at most seven teams that you think are going to have a viable shot. To win the title come March.
0: Yeah, no, we're not talking that. We're not talking that. But, but
1: like, if, if you're saying they can make the playoffs, like, sure, they can make the playoffs. My thing is, I, what's the point if you I, can't win yeah. the
0: title? Yeah, I guess the question is, do you think that uh, Brandon Miller long term is worth having over Brandon Ingram right now?
1: No, but I think there's.
0: Not really, alternatives, yeah.
1: whether it be Scoot or whether it be just trading the pick. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I guess I'm focused on Brandon Ingram's because I've heard them link to the Pelicans and I saw something that said they would prefer Brandon Ingram over Sion. Cool. I don't get that, but cool. Um,
0: Same. No, then, I say that to say I agree with you. Um, just kind of throwing everything out there because we're kind of going to walk through like picks one through 10. It's yeah what I'm feeling so okay. I do agree I think uh I don't know I'm, it is it's a tough decision to make honestly right now right there because the right tr- you want to make the right trade and what exactly is the right trade and if that's the case let's take the prospect that could be good pretty darn good in not that long a time so uh would you take would you take scoot instead no
1: so I mean if you're just talking about board like scoot is the second best player in this draft to me um, by, by a clear margin. So I don't know. And I mean, I, I honestly think at least one of two or three gets dealt. Um,
0: Same. I can't, I can't wait. I think it happens that day.
1: So, Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. A team that I would keep an eye on is Orlando to move up and grab scoot because they just like, they need a point guard and there aren't a ton of them in this class.
0: Orlando could exchange assets in some way, whether it's their picks right now or a player or two with Charlotte. And that make a lot of sense for Charlotte. Yeah, I think so too.
1: Um, maybe, maybe Miami. I just, you know, they get p- rookies from nowhere to come in and play big minutes right away. And so if you're taking somebody that you feel is ready for that step developmentally, but has way more skill and talent, it'd be great to see what they could do uh, in the Miami culture. Um, and then maybe Toronto. You know, like, it. what's going to end up being the price that gets it done for OG on both sides? I was going to
0: say OG and some picks. Yeah. OG and some exchange of picks. Like,
1: if I'm Charlotte, I'd rather have OG than Brandon Ingram, I think.
0: OG right now for where he's at for the next two years, 100%. And
1: if you can get some picks or a pick back from them, and it, I I mean, I don't know how that'll work or look, but – um, those are just two or three teams I think could move up into those top three picks.
0: So that would put Portland on the clock at number three, unless they trade, unless they dealt it. It's kind of, I don't really envision them moving the pick if Charlotte does move the pick because then maybe just take just take Miller. You got him. Just take him. Maybe you do still. I don't know. We don't know what's going on with them and Damon. I think Dame's on the move this offseason in that both sides, you don't get the reporting of, both sides being open to it or willing to it, even if that's just the the, the last statement of the entire statement, the last right. sentence, that's what you're getting at. And I think it's going to happen maybe sooner or later. By the draft, probably not. I don't know. I think they're, uh, I think they're waiting until the time is right. It doesn't feel like the time. I don't know what time they're on.
1: I just, there, what reason is there to keep him beyond the draft if you're going to move on from him, right? Because at that point, you're admitting a full rebuild is coming, You've already got um, Simons. You've already got Sharp.
0: Well, you could still take your. If you're keeping the pick, then you could still keep your guy.
1: Right, but why not move off from? Like, what kind of ransom could you get from? I mean, you you get several of Charlotte's picks.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, hey, you get. I agree. Se- you get, I agree. You can walk you away can with get, Miller and scoop.
1: <laughs> you you get half of Houston's war chest.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll be on pins and We'll be on our toes, you know, because I think it's happening this offseason. like, I don't think he's playing there again. And you make a good point. What are you waiting for then? This is, you know, time to, to make a move. This is yep. when we do that. So we'll see where that ends up. But uh, you had Miller's third on your board. You don't think anybody else is in that uh, – nobody else uh, I
1: think I is think Cam Whitmore's in that range. And I think um, Amin Thompson is in that range as well. Um, there are other guys, like, I think, shoot, I would put, uh, Bilal, Kulabale. I don't, I don't think there's as big of a gap between Miller and the rest of the pack. I guess is the best way to put it. So, like, for me, it's, it's Vip, and then it's Scoop, and then it's probably five or six guys in that, you know, 1A, 1B, 1C tier.
0: I think that I would be taking Brandon Miller, but... I'm, I need to see a little more. I, I, I'm i going to watch a little more, Cam Whitmore. I, I get the – he's ready physically. He'll be ready yeah. physically, and he has a good feel for the game.
1: Yeah, I mean, there are some things that scare me. Like, I wish he was a little bit more of a willing passer in some situations. Um, and I wish his, his three-point stroke looked a little bit smoother. But, I mean, the floor is really high, and he'll be a high-motor competitive guy from day one.
0: Yeah, um, he's not small out there. No, and I
1: think that's that's a lot of the – uh, buzz around Jairus Walker as well, and why somebody I, right? I love
0: Jairus Walker. Yeah. <laughs> I,
1: I think I think he probably that's, that's a big guy out like, there. I think he probably goes to Detroit at five, unless they just really love Taylor Hendricks. Um, but I think their whole priority needs to be getting like a functional four to play next to Duran.
0: At four, you would be probably putting a man in Houston.
1: Yeah, I guess I, mean, I don't.
0: Well, I, that's been the presumptive, you know, pick for them. I guess there's. Is, is, do you see something better?
1: No, I just i I would be. You could do a lot. I would be cautious of drafting a developmental project to Houston because I don't necessarily think they have a great track record of developing young players recently. And it seems like everything on their staff and front office has been in flux for the last five years or so. So, I mean, if you think a men's ready right now, they can compete and play right now. Great. But they're, they're, you can't shoot. Problem. Like, and if you're, if your number one objective is to potentially bring James Harden back, he's gonna need people around him that can catch and shoot.
0: I think Harden's not happening anymore. I did I did I a little not, I did I, I bought the smoke a little bit uh like a week or two ago and now I'm off.
1: But if you're Houston and you think yeah. it can happen and that's like what you're trying to pursue, then you I mean
0: Well, I mean, think you're are you with me? I, I love Sandigo, love him.
1: Yeah. He's great offensive. Uh,
0: yeah, so you've got it. Seem like it seems like for now, Jalen Green may could be a part of a superstar trade, like of assets on Houston's side. But I think that he's going to be there for a couple years. So it's like, you you figure you've got, I don't know. They've got they've they've stockpiled a lot, and they're going to be adding one more to the pot at least until yeah. they make a different move. So we'll.
1: See, I think they take him in, but I really don't know. I mean, and. and... I couldn't fault them if they went in a different direction because, you know, I just don't really know what's going on behind the scenes over there.
0: Yeah. Talked about Detroit.
1: I I think they need a just a functional forward they can play next to Duran because both he and Wiseman kind of clog up the paint. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're
0: you're good on the uh, interior. Yeah. So
1: I I mean reinforcements. that's got to be Jairus Walker or Taylor Hendricks in my mind. Um, I mean, you could look at Cam Whitmore if you think you can play the four long-term, but I just – I think, you know, you want somebody
0: – They would have bit- – yeah, they would have to be careful about getting guys who can't shoot also because, at least as of now, Killian Hayes is still getting minutes. Yeah. And he and kind I of earned that, those
1: minutes last year. I think that's part of the appeal with Hendricks, even though uh, Walker is is like – you know, the more functional, logical pick there.
0: Do you think Jairus Walker is really going to be hitting threes next year, like pretty consistently? No. 30%? No. Not even?
1: I I don't think it's going to be a huge sample size.
0: Yeah, okay. Because that's one of the weird things, because the college three is such a makeable shot in, in comparison to shooting the an NBA three in the – flow of the game not to make the college game sound juvenile by any means but it's like yeah you're shooting a different three ball in in the nba and he was hitting some and I, i was like okay hold on he's doing this but that would take some time for that to maybe translate could if he was comfortable enough to you know add that to his game at the college level I don't see why he wouldn't add that to his game at the pro level. If he's that kind of guy, he's in the gym. He's, yeah. you know, both sides. So I'm, I'm high on him. I, I see a lot. And that doesn't have to be a part of his game right away by any means, but yet yeah, maybe no, I don't think that's the case for Detroit because they've got the size kind of already, maybe more so for Indiana. Uh, I really like it for Indiana. If he were to make it there.
1: I could see that. I, I also, I think um, Cam Whitmore is a good fit in Indiana. And I think Hendrix is a good fit in Indiana. So we're kind of the same mindset, talking about similar players from both spots. So
0: you've talked about Hendricks a little bit, but not Anthony Black yet. Would you, um, if those two were the top two on the board, that's, uh, you're, you're rolling with Taylor Hendricks. Talk, talk to me about this guy.
1: I mean, I, again, I think it really just depends on what you need. Um, I really love the maturity Anthony Black plays with and his feel for the game. Uh, he's a six, seven guard from the Metroplex, from the DFW. Um, he's a menace hey, on now. defense. Yeah, he's a menace on defense. He's got good passing instincts. I'm not convinced that he's going to be a lead guard or like a one at the NBA level, um, but I think he can guard one through three. Uh, he's going to cause a lot of havoc on defense and he's, he's just a good team guy that you want to have good athlete too. At six seven.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Cause these are some of the, there's so many of those of the guys who were within six, five and six, seven who are kind of combo guard forwards.
1: Yeah. Well, and it's, it's also interesting too, cause you know, we're talking about like positional need and stuff. Um, and between Detroit and Indiana is Orlando and, they probably need just ball handling and shooting, right? I mean, like, that's, in my mind, they need somebody that can kind of help to run the show a little bit. And that's why I think they would be such an interesting team to watch uh, for trading up for Scoot. Um, if they do stay at six, I could see potentially Anthony Black there. Um, they're also a front office that can kind of come out of left field with their picks sometimes. So maybe a guy like Kobe Buffkin out of Michigan.
0: And talk to me a little bit more about uh, he's not. He his name hasn't ran off uh, on the pod yet, and I, I don't want to butcher it. But um, our our international our international fella in in this draft, Balaw. Yeah, well, uh,
1: Victor's teammate Balaw. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna fudge it up too. Uh,
0: Bilal, <laughs> we'll just... And then and then I spoke on
1: top of you saying it. So <laughs> let's we'll I, get uh, some Bilal.
0: some variation on wax, and then we're going with Bilal.
1: Yeah, well, it's Balaw. Bilal Kulabale, I believe. There it is. I yeah, hope. is it. There I'm it is. Not on wood. There it uh, is. <laughs> so we're going to we're just going to stick with Bilal. Meaning no disrespect. I'm a big fan of his game. Right. We'll, uh, we'll, I think we'll, he we'll goes very familiar. Yeah, I think he goes top 10. He's a plus athlete. He's young. Um, the mechanics don't always look great on the jumper, especially pull-up jumpers. Um but the touch is there to suggest that, you know, with time and training, you can maybe develop a little bit on that. Um, he's got a wiry frame right now, but it looks like he probably bulk up uh, plus length plus length on his wingspan. So somebody that will have you know defensive versatility as well.
0: How are his highlights next to um like or how how some of his his game next to Wimby? Like do they share the court much at all? Have yeah, so they seen?
1: um you know I don't I don't know specific stat lines, but I think they both play a good bit. Um, and Bilal was actually again like. On ball and off ball defense, both are calling cards of his. Um, He's a good slasher, a good cutter. And I think, you know, being in a situation where somebody like Victor just draws so much attention, um, he's the type of cerebral player that's going to take advantage of that and and find opportunities where they normally wouldn't be.
0: Random, random callback to last year. And we'll move, we'll move along. Cause I was just wondering, I was like, is there any way San Antonio could maybe. Trade like something else, and like steal one of these picks, and like would want to just put him next to Wimmy again in the pros.
1: Sure, I mean, like I, they could finagle that if they wanted to. I have no doubt. But what do you think of Jeremy Sohan? I think he'll be a very useful player for San Antonio, Um, especially next to Vic. Like they both have a good bit of defensive versatility. and so I, I think you're just giving – something that's going to be really interesting to see is San Antonio's acquiring a lot of, like, bigger, lengthier, rangier athletes than they've typically had in the past. And it's almost just like giving Pop more tools to kind of work with and tinker with. And, you know, if they ever really get it right, they all hit the stride at the same time, especially with Vic going forward. could be really scary. Again.
0: How high of an overall in 2K are we talking for Jeremy Solard one day? Like, are we talking, like, 86, like, 84? 85.
1: I mean, he could be like, he could be like a Draymond, right? I mean, I don't. That, see... That's kind of
0: the the mold he's in, I guess, right?
1: It's and, like, you know, obviously Draymond's a hell of a ceiling. We're not, we're not saying he's going to have that kind of career, but like, if you're talking about what he could be down the line, like, it's probably, I, in my mind, best case scenario.
0: Yeah, uh, economy version. Fair enough. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> the Washington Wizards. I don't know who you know they're eyeing or what direction they want to go.
1: Well, the good news is they need everything, so they can just take the <laughs> best player available.
0: So they they got a good one by all accounts, in and Kispert last year for sure. For if they hold on to him and he's you know they're they're able to put a functioning team around him, he he seems like he's he was a good pick last year.
1: Yeah, uh, well, I mean we'll see. Um, I. I mean, they're really stripping it down to the studs. It seems like
0: honestly, hats off to them for getting Bill's contract off their off their books, one way or another.
1: Uh, hats off to Bill's agent for getting that M F signed in the first place.
0: He deserves it much more. <laughs> <laughs> he deserves it,
1: my that man.
0: My- uh, dude, he, he won't have to ask for a thing ever again. I can't imagine. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Utah's at nine, you know. They'll, they'll, uh, I saw Sexton is available so today. They were in some I, trade up discussion, even. They've got a ton of picks,
1: yeah, they do. And I mean, sure, they could trade up, and that would be something interesting to watch. Um, I, I imagine Scoot would be the target at that point. Um, but really, if I'm Utah, I'm probably just trying to pair another defensive ace to go with Walker Kessler and just kind of build off of Havoc. Um, that kind of seemed to be part of their MO last year, and then just letting Lori Cook on offense. So for me, whether that's, you know, somebody like Bilal, um, or whether it's somebody like Kassan Wallace, I think yeah. either of those guys would be a really good fit and pick for Utah at nine.
0: Yeah. Low key market. Um, place where guys could go and just uh you know do their thing for a little bit and they could build if they want to do that under the radar for a little for another season or so.
1: Yep.
0: And that puts us at number 10, man, which will uh just open the floor. Like this is this is your ISO because oh that's where the Dallas Mavericks currently sit. And uh I want to get your Dallas offseason wish list in along with this because the pick is a part of that whether the pick is an asset or a player out of this class I don't know what the read is if I had to guess I say uh if they didn't make their mind up kind of already on something bigger they're just going to pick somebody here we'll see or, and then I, and this is where I don't talk for like five minutes
1: or you want to open your mind and come on a journey with me <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm listening. Oh, and before you get started, the last time we talked, we were like on the same page of how, yeah, it seems like Kyrie's Dallas' guy now. And the next week, Kyrie just like has been in LA ever since. And I don't want that to happen either, still. Yeah. So we're still on the same page, but Kyrie is entered in limbo
1: as he tends to do. Kind of, maybe not. Who knows? Here what you go. Kyrie. To do Love to re-sign him if he wants to be back. If he doesn't, very dumb decision by our front office. But, hey, part of the game, and I'm glad we at least took a risk for once. Um, my ideal offseason scenario looks a little bit like this. We're going to re-sign Kyrie. Well, this not in chronological order, but just get that out of the way. Draft Penciling yep. in the max. Yeah. Hopefully a little less. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Draft day. Back to happy thoughts. We're going to take that – we're going to take that 10th pick and we're going to send it to Brooklyn. Okay. We're going to give them a little – we're going to give them a little cat filler to make it work too. Right, right. You got options. We're going to take back picks 21 and 22. 21. Along with our dog Dorian Finney Smith, he's going to come back home. He's going to come back home, and we're going to get it, we're going to get it going.
0: That's it. Not, like, not no, no, like no, no. I'm not done. I'm not okay, done. all right, all right. right, right. But, not you know, Cam after, Johnson too. I thought Cam Johnson might be in that. In like, a I, I, I don't
1: want to get greedy. I don't want to get greedy. Okay. So after they take Grady Dick or whoever, they'll take a ten. Pick 15s of it's going to come on the clock. It's going to be Atlanta. And they're going to pick up the phone and say, hey, you know what? I really want to get fleeced by Dallas on draft night again. And we're going to say, we got you, boo. What's up? And they're going to say, we really want to get rid of John Collins. We'll give you the 15th pick if you take on his contract. And we're going to say, you know, we just had Christian Wood. That's really not going to work for us because, you know, he's just more expensive Christian Wood. So how about we send you Tim Hardaway Jr. And – you're going to send that 15 pick back to us, but Clint Capella is going to bring it. Hold on, hold on. What? So what's that? We're sending Tim Hardaway Jr. They're sending us Clint Capella and 15. 15 is a sweetener to get off the Capella contract, to free them up. We'll send them some future seconds or you know whatever to make yeah, the deal with. Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. Maybe now, Maybe one of 21 and 22, or no.
1: Absolutely not. They don't. Okay. They didn't earn that. Okay. <laughs> um. So now we've got three picks: 15, 21, and twenty-two, along with Dorian Finney-Smith and Clint Capella coming in at Dallas. Pick fifteen: Derek Lively. Come on, big dog. Let's get after it.
0: I'm with you on. I'm with you on the Lively train. You got me. I, I would, I'm on board. I'm on board behind you. Don't I would worry.
1: take I would take him at ten if you know we don't do anything. I guess. Um. Pick twenty-one. Hey. Chris Murray, you seem like you were maybe built in a lab to play next to Luka Doncic. How right. would you like to come to Dallas and shoot like eight open threes a game?
0: And then we wouldn't need Cam Johnson. That's what he would be doing.
1: And he's got a little bit he's got a little bit more right. um to him, can play the four a little bit better. Right. Um pick twenty two, Colby Jones. Come on now.
0: Yeah, how you feel? How you feel about him? I don't know how to feel. After after I, after sixteen on the big boards. You know, for me, I'm I'm like okay. You know, I got name name value does a lot for me now, but <laughs> yeah, so, I, in I between, mean, you tell he me.
1: Played, he played it. He played it. Xavier, um, bigger guard, probably like six five. Really kind of controls okay. the game offense. He rebounds well. He distributes well. He's a decent shooter and really gets after on defense. He knows so, how to play.
0: He came from Xavier. They, they play yeah. some basketball over there.
1: And so I think he's got a little bit more positional versatility than you'd expect from somebody six, five, because of how he rebounds the ball. Um, so we've got two other young kind of swing guard guys and, uh, Hardy and green. Um, and he kind of blends what, you know, he doesn't quite offer as much as Hardy offensively. And he doesn't but quite yeah. offer as much He, as he plays, plugs in the he gap
0: works. or if one yeah. of them, one of them are out or something like yep. after your depth, um, And if you were through if I'm following you correctly, if if you were to, you know, reinforce the front court with a Derek Lively and a Capella, right?
1: So only one of them will be on the court at the time, right? Right, but um, right,
0: just roster wise. Yeah. Um We've been
1: starting Dwight Powell at center for for, years.
0: (laughs) For a long time. Like
1: actual years of my life.
0: Dare I say he's had an era in Dallas.
1: (gasps) If we stay at 10 and we draft somebody under 6'6", I'm setting something on fire.
0: Yeah, no, man. So th- they would be checking a lot of the good boxes if they were to do that. Also on Dallas, what position would you want Luka to play? It doesn't matter It's the beauty of it. I get it. What, what I mean, position? I don't know. Like,
1: I, I want him what? to have the ball in his hand on offense, and I probably want him guarding the two or the three on defense.
0: Okay. Same. I would have. So, like, I, I don't want him as just the point. I want him to have the ball, but be the two or the three, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't. He doesn't need to initiate every play, but I do think like eighty percent of the offense needs to run through him as like the crux of the play. Of course. Whether it's coming off the pin down or initiating.
0: Now, where does this leave you in your uh, offseason master plan? I mean, I. That's the draft. That's the track. Yeah, right like
1: there. MLE, I guess you know we're probably capped out with Luca and Kyrie, and Max, and I.
0: Who's next on Who's next on your uh on the on the payroll for after uh, those contracts? Who else is up there getting off of a Ray Junior would be it'd be about time.
1: Yeah, but we're taking back at least as much money with Capella. We'll take it. Yeah, yeah. right. I mean, you yeah, know, maybe. Um,
0: so, yeah, I, hey man, I dig it. If if is there a pie in the sky big swing that you would want them to that you think is even on the radar or like say Kyrie doesn't come back and now we've got more flexibility something I, else if like, we
1: could if we could get involved for OG somehow whether that's you know like maybe so. some combination of picks and THJ or or a, THJ and Hardy and a combination of picks I don't know but I just. A lot of this also hinges on Kyrie coming back because if he doesn't, we really do kind of go back to square one. And then it's like, OK, we need bodies like we need yeah. people who can play the game of basketball.
0: Yeah, we need starters.
1: Yeah.
0: We need to figure out who's starting. Yeah, so. Right. Um, Jaden Hardy or Josh Green, who are you higher on? Who would you rather keep hold, hold on to?
1: I, again I think it kind of depends what the rest I, I, I'm of the biased area.
0: though. I'm biased with Hardy. So No, I,
1: I lean Hardy. Um
0: Hey, I'm happy I, to hear that.
1: I haven't seen like Josh Green's a great passer, but the rest of his offensive game is very suspect. And I just haven't seen a ton of improvement or development on that, that side. I mean, Hardy is smaller and he's probably always gonna get picked on or bullied a little bit on defense, but you know, you can kind of hide that or mask it if he develops enough offensively.
0: I don't know if this sequence comes right to mind, but uh Austin Reeves kind of tried like kind of checked him at one point, Josh Green. And I that that did that did something to his image for me.
1: I can I can see why that would resonate.
0: I was like, all right, come on now. <laughs> Man.
1: None of that, none of that stuff's gonna happen, by the way. Like, we're gonna stay at 10. We're gonna take like Rady Dick. I'm going to lose my mind. And, you know, it's just. Oh.
0: That's funny, man. I don't know what's going to happen either. I said that at the top of that. So um, I will be tuned in and waiting for something. You're, ho- you're, you're hopefully waiting for something as well.
1: Well, yeah, for sure. For the draft overall, but just, you know, my last thing with the Mavs is that I've seen our front office boof it so many times that I just I have no expectations. I mean, the bar is on the floor like I would love for us to do something productive but yeah here we are yeah.
0: they got they've got 2 days i looked at my wrist and non- watched e- over there non
1: existent watch
0: it's, it's i'm looking at it um <laughs> some guys that i'll just run off um if i even remember anybody else I, I didn't write these ones down trace jackson davis i thought that he wasn't in this class because nobody was talking about him
1: trace jackson davis
0: he is right
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think he probably goes in the 30s or early 40s. I mean, he'll be a productive player. Um, He's a great college player. I just don't think he he doesn't have the size to be an everyday five. And I don't think he has the versatility to be a stretch for, you know, a small forward. Do you
0: think he'll be much worse than Obi Toppin in two years? Probably not. That's all. Yeah, I feel you. Right. So, yeah, no, I'll I'll be watching some guys where I'll just be interested to see where they land. Amari Bailey.
1: Yeah, no, I actually I think he's really helped himself quite a bit um, in like the pre-draft process, just playing in combine games and some of his interviews and things like that. Um, I always thought UCLA was kind of a weird choice for him. Like he was so clearly a very talented offensive player. Um And, you know, I know he stayed home with UCLA, but, you know, Mick Cronin runs a very defensive-minded, gritty program. And so that's encouraging for me, to seeing a guy kind of get out of his comfort zone for college maybe and and really put an emphasis on the things that he did need to improve.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and then he had an impressive combine.
1: Yep, absolutely.
0: So who's my guy from South Carolina, Gigi? <laughs> Gigi Jackson. Gigi Jackson? What, what what's the what's the MO on this guy?
1: I don't know, man. Like he's he's as talented as you'll see. Um, but I think there are definite questions and issues with his maturity. Uh there have been some not great stories floating around about some of his pre-draft process, um decision making and being out of shape. And I just I I he want was the like best. A-
0: He was another – Imani Bates, his name is mentioned. But he was another, like, top of the recruiting class, right? Like, Yeah, so he
1: he was actually committed to North Carolina, number one player in the class, and then reclassified up and went to South Carolina, which is the state he's from. Um, And the whole team was kind of lackluster this year, so he he definitely didn't have the year he was looking to have.
0: His claim to fame kind of is is uh am I wrong the uh, the guy the other guy in the Brandon Miller game, (laughs) like the guy on the other team,
1: I so (laughs) the weird thing I mean his his kind of claim to fame is being more of a hometown hero in South Carolina. I mean their whole pitch to get him to stay was we want you to be like our Jadavion Clowney for the basketball team. We want you to be our Aaliyah Boston for the men's team. Like so they they really. Yeah. Sorry, I, I butchered that.
0: No, yeah. No, but, but I mean just both, another oh, another one, oh, yeah.
1: And, I was gonna say both both accurate. It, yeah. The pitch was Asia Wilson, but you know, <laughs> both are her.
0: <laughs> we'll see. Okay. Imani Bates, is he getting drafted? I think he's getting drafted. Somebody's uh he's getting drafted He'll, or he falls all the way. Because we've seen that happen a couple, hey, a couple you'll, times.
1: Hey, you'll you'll definitely get to watch him in the summer league. We will will.
0: <laughs> which i know I, you're thrilled about I'm, I'm gonna mosey my way into that gym
1: i was whenever, you say? Are you gonna say uh, you're gonna be a live
0: person when he touches down oh yeah dude it's just a matter of which days i'll be there and okay. in what, and in what capacity but yeah, and, yeah. Um, i'm gonna sm- spend some time there for sure um and uh hopefully shake a hand or two say what's up and and, and vibe and there's an nba con this year what? have you heard have you heard of this no it's literally NBA con. And I just saw an Instagram ad for it So here you go. It worked. Algorithm, SEO. But um it, it's it's the same weekend. It's July 7th or July 9th. It, it sounds kind of nuts. There's like open gym. You? There's like open gyms. There's runs, there's podcasts, there's athletes. Who are you dressing up as? <laughs> <laughs> Who are
1: there's, you showing up as?
0: There's sneaker drops. I, I might have to, damn, that's a great one. That's a great one. I, I the first, the, my first one is I'm pulling out. as Lamar on him, but I, I don't know. I'll if, if put some more thought to it, and surely not appears Lamar. Odom. Yeah, ha,
1: have a second thought on
0: that one, bro. I'm joking. I was, that's that was a great question because that's the thing, right? Nobody, I know that nobody knows this because I'm I saw this and I'm like, this is not real. What is this? So. I that week is going to be interesting. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> Victor Wembanyama was confirmed.
1: You, you might, you might get to, depending on how serious it is, you might be able to shake more hands at NBA Con. On NBA the media Con side,
0: could be a jumbo shit popping. You know what I mean? That tron. might be
1: like the the best way to get at people.
0: NBA Con may be the move if you're hearing this. Let's link up at NBA Con. I'll try and get a booth. <laughs>
1: It's like the Venice part, Venice Beach runs, but it's just pot offs. That's hilarious, dude. Last man
0: standing. Get the contract. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's hilarious, dude. Uh, man, shout out to Omar. He said the Lakers should take Jordan Hawkins. I'm probably here with that. 17, take Hawkins. Why not? You think he's still there, 17? If he is, if he is. That'll be interesting to see. I saw Bilal in a different mock. Maybe a week or two ago, and it seems like things have changed since then too. So I
1: don't know. Yeah, he's. I would be very surprised. The Lakers.
0: What's funny is they don't draft horribly in the past yeah. five, past five, six years. They really yeah. don't draft bad. They just don't keep the guys. <laughs> <laughs> like hey, look at, that's the best. Look at this great track record you have. They're, they're like <laughs> they're just not here, <laughs> and then ship them off. None of them have got a second contract, (laughs) so So they are always in win now mode.
1: What investment level can you even have in the first round at this point? You're probably you probably tune in until Mark Tatum comes on,
0: dude. (laughs) So hey, we if we're able to get Hawk here, let's do it. Sure. If not, hey, I might be down to go get um. What's the big? You think the big will still be there? Sonoma? Who? I'm, <laughs> the big from, um, oh, from did you
1: just been a player. I, I did. Oh. I
0: know I did. Oh. I'm a dad. I'm a dad. I get to do this.
1: Yeah. You know, he'll be, I, I don't even, <laughs> I don't know if he goes first round or not. I think, um, if, if you're really looking to get a big, uh, you probably look at somebody like, uh, James Najee. FC plays for SC Barcelona, I believe. Um, is that,
0: that's not. It's not. It's not Zeke's brother, is it? I don't know. Okay. Cool. cool. <laughs> you got a nice, good shrug from <laughs> a good shrug and some Estanyol from Spanish, right there. Ladies, <laughs> ladies, <laughs> this is your guy. <laughs> oh man, I, that's it, dude. I don't know. I don't know. I think that's it, bro. Because the, the off season's drunk right now. We don't know what's gonna happen. There's we're getting mixed reporting every day, so we're just gonna we got to ride the wave to the draft. Yeah, let's man. Get some actual
1: moves, and then uh, make it to July first. <laughs> it's gonna be really cool to wake up Friday morning and see how wrong we were about everything.
0: Yeah, let's we'll try and talk, <laughs> let's try and talk about it. I suppose. Except,
1: hey, Vic, Vic's going one. You
0: heard it here first.
1: Yeah, I'll tell you that for free.
0: Sign, subscribe to my uh discord for for bets for my picks <laughs> <laughs> let's get out of here dude good stuff uh, brother
1: yes sir thank you for having me man i i know we're we're rambling at this point but great to see you as always and uh uh looking forward to the draft
0: touche touche my brother
1: it's gonna go great with the b plan behind us Oh, absolutely, man. All right. You take care. Give little man my best out of here.